0: Everybody. welcome back to episode eighty-four, Talk of Fame podcast, with your host Kylie Montini. I'm so excited to have <laughs> on singer songwriter Stephanie Koa. Thank you so much for having Stephanie.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Kylie. Yes, uh, it's uh, it's. I just think you're awesome. Like I was saying to you off air a minute ago, just sharing, you know, what a voice you're finding through podcasting, and the fact that you just reached out and you're like, "Hey, I want to share your story." So I just commend you because that's. That's just awesome. You inspire me. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, she's doing it. I'm, go- I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're so sweet. Oh, my God. You're so amazing. So, you are a serious songwriter. What made you want to start doing that? to be part of music industry.
1: You know, I started writing songs when I was super teeny tiny. I just didn't know they were songs. You know, it started with little poems and then little, uh, you know. I wouldn't say songs. They were versions of what I thought were songs. And then, you know, utilizing the piano and guitar to really start kind of capturing my feelings, uh, you know, in these three-minute movies, as I call them. And then it's been a cultivation of a craft. You know, I think that for a long time, I just kind of wrote from wherever. And then as I moved to Nashville and learned really the craft of songwriting and that it all does begin with a song, I've navigated all these different waters from writing to be on the radio, writing to target certain audiences to just writing from my heart. So I think I've learned and I'm finally like, you know, finding a blend of all those worlds because Mm -hmm. I love everything that touches country music from Mm -hmm. the TikTok 15 second song bites to, you know, these epic projects that really depict, you know, parts of my life. So songwriting is the greatest way to say something when you can't find the
0: words exactly like music is really like amazing like to so many people like that's music is a way for people to connect more than like people when you're talking yeah. it's much easier to like, write down like what you're feeling more than trying to express it through, to, right. i'm telling to people right. but i wanted to know like, like what is this been the hardest part for you as a woman and of music and stuff and being in the music industry for me personally as a woman in the street for as a 15 year old girl it's very difficult since I'm so young and all that stuff so like, what was like the hardest kind of part for you about being a woman in the music industry
1: well I've seen so many versions of it so I'll share kind of it in stages because it's very different now than it was when I first came into the business so I made my first cd I was 16, 17 years old. Oh
0: wow. Right?
1: And just for reference, I'm 42. So, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I when I was first coming up in the business, it was it was very much kind of one way uh one thought process that I experienced, which was you had to choose. Mm-hmm. You had to sacrifice family and children if you wanted to be uh you know, uh, iconic female in music, like even outside of genre, just in general. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing those stories and just being like, well, I don't, I don't want to have, I want all the choices to be mine. Right. If I want to have a family or not have a family, if, you know, if I want to tour or not tour, you know, all those different things. And so I just started kind of finding my own lane, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of following others and, you know, doing it like everyone else was. I was like, "Well, I'm just going to try to do this. I'll start my own label and I'll just find a way so that at the end of the day, I'm the only one who can fire me."
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind
1: of like yeah, I was and and also when I moved to Nashville, you know, I met a lot of young women that were in their early 20s, which, you know, I wasn't when I moved to Nashville. You know, I'd already, I think I was in my early 30s at the time, or 30, like 30, yeah, 30. I'm so terrible with my own math, but I've been in Nashville 10 years. So yeah, 32, 30, 32. Uh, And I'm just seeing all these like young, vibrant, awesome women that write and play and entertain and are just so special and uniquely individually themselves yeah. being told that they were done or being told that they were shelved or told that they you know they already had one of them mm-hmm. and i hate that phrase so much mm-hmm. we already have one of you no you don't that's impossible because we are all so special in our own right and that kind of got me really like ferocious a little bit like internally yeah like how do i set an example so that others can at least see an example forward of another way and if they do sign to a label and get shelved or dropped or whatever it is that they don't quit themselves even if everyone else quits you i think that is something that i will be like screaming from the rooftops (laughs) till i'm a hundred and however long uh, god lets me stay on this earth you know because we determine when we're done Mm -hmm. and the greatest opinion we can ever have is the one we have of ourselves. Right. So, you know, it's just been, and then again, it's like, you gotta, you gotta keep going and not let the noise get in between the focus. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, all the, all the typical things that we talk about in the entertainment industry impact country music, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, I've talked to women that, you know, who have had tremendous success and those that are up and coming and my and and people in kind of my grouping and, you know, we all kind of go through the same thing. It's an incredible amount of hard work Mm -hmm. and we only get there by getting there. We only get there by continuing, right? Mm -hmm. And there's so many people in the entertainment industry that are really bringing topics to the forefront Mm
0: -hmm. that it doesn't matter
1: if you're a guy or a girl or whatever, it's it's about, is it great music? And oh and taking age and all these other things that are just noise out of the conversation and really letting the music do the talking, right? Mm-hmm. And let the artistry shine through. What I'll share with you is you're going to hear everything. Mm-hmm. People are going to tell you all kinds of nice things and maybe not so many nice things. Mm-hmm. But rejection is a gift. When people mm-hmm. say no to you, it's a gift because it keeps that hunger honest and the hunger of what's your true heart's desire, what's the thing you can't quit because it's in you. That's what I say to people in music, like if it's not so like has a hold of you and it can't let go, then love it as a hobby, sing your heart out, but don't make it the business, don't let the business tarnish the love unless it's like I have to. And Mm -hmm. that's been a big revelation for me in so many different, you know, ways of just really staying true to the art, true to the music, Mm -hmm. and let the business be the business.
0: Exactly. Like, for me personally, like, as a 15-year-old girl, obviously, like, I'm so young and trying to start out in the industry. Obviously, I'm I'm working my butt off every single day trying to get more known. And actually, as for everyone, I'm continually working my ass off to get more work done and try to do a lot of things. And my parents are like, Kylie, you need a break. Like you need actually like like, live your life and like have fun use your childhood to like hang out with friends and all those things. And I'm like, I can do that too, but these opportunities don't come a lot. Well,
1: here's what I'll share. I think what you just touched upon is probably the most important part of our entire conversation is that I lived in the future and completely missed out on the present because I was trying to get somewhere versus being where I was. And I hope for your sake, for you, if I could just like hug you right now and promise you that you will get to everything that your hearts desires, your dreams, all that. Live your life so you have something to share with the rest of us. It'll all be there. You have all the time in the world. Make make it count so much. Enjoy your friends, those memories. There are things that I would miss family events because I didn't want to miss out on the work. I would miss moments because I, I was so afraid that if I took time for myself to take care of myself, to take care of my family, to experience those memories and moments that I would miss out on something
0: mm-hmm.
1: in my business. And what I actually missed out on was the most important thing that I'll never be able to get back. So I make it a point to find both. You can absolutely do it all. Yeah. You have to take time for yourself so that you have more life experience to share with all your viewers and your listeners and the people that are going to learn about you. That's what makes you, you, you know, and, uh, tomorrow we'll get here. So just today is your day.
0: Exactly, I love that. Oh my gosh, I, I love that. And so, did you always like country music before you started writing, or you just oh, kind of yeah. like? Okay, did you always kind of like, write and like write country music as you got older and started writing? Basically, yeah, I, I love country music. Like yeah. like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, so, I was like wondering if you always like kind of like before you even start writing.
1: Sure, I was listening to country music all of the time, even without you know pushing, uh, turning the radio on myself, we had a little AM radio that played country music 24-7 in our barn in Montana. So that's where I just got, you know, it was just ingrained, ingrained, ingrained. Mm -hmm. And then the music that my mom and dad shared with me. And what happened was I would be writing my little songs and playing them and people be like, oh, you're country. And I go, well, I'm just, I'm just me. You know, I'm just just, so it was it was kind of this blend of like, okay, I'm I am a storyteller and as Dolly Parton is a song teller. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love the genre because of the storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I did find along the way people that tried to put me in other boxes. You know, can you dance? Let's do pop music, you know, and everyone. You know, I think that when we meet people that you know, have more experience than us and are older mm-hmm. than us and have, you know, maybe a big title. Sometimes we don't trust ourselves,
0: mm-hmm. right? We
1: go, well, we must be wrong. Yeah. Cause they have the title
0: yeah. and
1: more often than not my gut and intuition was right. Not only about the person behind what they were saying, but also about what is true to me and mm-hmm. it's country music all day long. Well, I love listening to other genres, but as a writer, as a performer artist, it's country
0: yeah exactly like i like i my family always loved country music not exactly my parents and siblings but my grandmother like my whole other family likes country music i didn't even start like country music until like last year i really started getting into it now like that's like the only thing i really listen to yeah it's like luke Bryan, walker Hayes, like Car- carrie underwood like there's so yeah. many people that they're like that i literally jam along to when wouldn't get tired of it like, yeah. Do you, do you like, have any artists that kind of like stick out to you as a country music artist or
1: anything? Well, there's so many artists that I listened to growing up and listened to currently that, you know, I, I kind of have a, a really special view because I get to hear so many of my friends here in Nashville play their songs before the rest of the world gets to hear them, right?
0: Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: And so there's so much more access now to artists at all levels. Mm-hmm. you know, from growing up listening to the Judds and Dolly and Reba and Willie and George to my contemporaries like Miranda and Marin, Casey. Um, Ashley McBride is one of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. Ashley Monroe. Uh, and there's Lainey Wilson. I mean, it's like, it's, there's so many. Um, yeah. peers you know, and Mickey Guyton. Uh, so when I think back to And I was first coming up on radio and it's like 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. I was on the road for what, almost five years and at radio and just kind of just staying the chorus. Now seeing so many more females get those opportunities at radio, it just makes me really excited for that. It makes me excited to see how many women are taking the main stages and, and those main spots were not just the openers. So there is real, um, You know movement forward happening which is awesome and again it comes down to the music because the music is outstanding
0: exactly like is that kind of it's kind of similar to the last question but do you have anyone they look
1: up to a singer songwriter exactly in terms of a singer songwriter yeah well i think that i think that when i think about dolly parton Mm -hmm. and think about her songwriting skills Mm -hmm. She's one of the greatest of all time.
0: Exactly, she really is.
1: Also, Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. I have found myself, I got introduced to her through a colleague, her music. I have not met her yet, but I can't wait. Uh, And really diving into her songwriting has been a real, I don't know, it's just a a real um, fun experience to listen to her now. Uh, and how she writes. But Miranda is an incredible songwriter. Mm-hmm. Casey Musgraves, incredible songwriter. Um, Carly Pierce, Lainey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot, I mean, a lot of artists, Mickey Guy, and a lot of us are songwriter artists, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're, and I think that when you're sharing your own story, Luke Combs, you know, mm-hmm. when you're sharing your own uh, story, it's really so very special and when you find a song that's not your like you, you you didn't pen it you didn't write it yourself but you find a song that is so your words and you don't know how someone else wrote it that's the magic
0: exactly like, that's
1: what's so cool
0: exactly like like as in terms of music like do you have any like do you have anything specific things you write about in your music, like, do you have anything that like inspires you? Kind of write it, like personal experiences or anything that makes you kind of write
1: yeah. a song? Absolutely. I mean, you have to live life to write about it, mm-hmm. right? You have mm-hmm. to live it to write it, write it to live it, and it's all personal. There's nothing untouched in my music, so you'll have to go take a take a deep dive into some of my deep cuts, and uh, that's what they they call the the songs that no one hears. Uh yeah. Uh, I love it. Everything is an opportunity to write about, you know? I was on a conversation yesterday and someone said something and I immediately wrote it down. I post notes everywhere. It's like, it's like a, it's so hilarious. They're just everywhere. But because you hear something and it inspires you and you're like, I I gotta remember that. And Mm -hmm. I have them everywhere.
0: Yeah, I'm saying like, like, when someone says something to me, I'm like, I need to write it down or something. Yeah, of course. At least I I have a good memory. I like Mm -hmm. to remember everything. So I'm like, yeah. I need to keep this in my mind. i can talking
1: my Yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, life is inspiring. You know, Ooh. I think that the beauty of the difficulties we call the valleys is that like, I don't know, it's really good sometimes to sit in it, you know, Ooh. in the uncomfortable and get comfortable with the uncomfortable, but also just to kind of recognize it, you know, Ooh. not numb it, not. Put it away, but just recognize and go. Okay, I'm in a valley, mm-hmm. and I will get to that top of that mountain.
0: Exactly. I I really couldn't agree. So, like, you were featured on the Kelly Clarkson show as a performer and guest, and everything. Yes. What was that experience like?
1: Oh my gosh! Well, Definitely that was the coolest. Everything. I mean, she's amazing. Talk mm-hmm. about like a songwriter voice, human, incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was during COVID. And it was from we we uh, we zoomed in, and uh, it was just so cool. She was so kind and gracious, and you know, to be able to share what I do on that national platform is, you know, global platform is extraordinary. And mm-hmm. and what you see is what you get with her. Like she mm-hmm. is truly that awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, she really is. Like if you see someone like her, that's really doing it all. It's just not a lot of people that do like a talk show to so Like a singer songwriter she also what i don't know she is but she was on the voice as well yeah yeah of course Mm -hmm. she really does it all like she works on so many things that you never see a complaint well i
1: think too is it's a reminder that it's possible
0: Mm -hmm. right yeah
1: so impossible just change it to i'm possible
0: Mm -hmm, exactly and so you recently actually came out with an album call it stuff the album most of you basically your inspiration or the meaning behind the album
1: well so i wanted this to be self-titled because it didn't it usually when i title an album it's something that it'll hit me but for this one particularly it was such a dynamic and challenging time mm-hmm. 2020 and 2021 just navigating all the challenges that came with everything that we were all dealing with yeah, And, you know, uh, Stephanie Quayle is very much a find a way kind of girl, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and we were able to find a way. We were able to find a way to make this album through, you know. Everyone being in their separate studios and and you know zooming in or virtualing in or you know whatever it took, we found a way, mm-hmm. and so that you know really set the stage for what comes next. And it's a love story. It's a, a love story to my my husband, my family, to myself, uh, giving myself um, this the space to go to the next chapter, Mm -hmm. and to the fans, you know, the the flock of quail, they've been with me a really long time. Mm -hmm. And their dedication, I want to always meet and, you know, give them everything I got. And uh, so I'm really excited for where I'm headed musically. Mm -hmm. And I'm also just really grateful to be right here with you right now. Mm -hmm. And in my mind going, I get to sing this week, I get to do what I love
0: and a reminder yeah exactly that's what it really is it's like during the pandemic like you really couldn't do anything it was really rough for everyone in many ways and you couldn't leave the house you couldn't do anything it was rough for me especially because I couldn't do anything and at that time I was a 13 year old girl and that's I was starting to do more things I and mean, I grew up anxiety and depression yeah. so I got very worse as time went on during the pandemic like when I first started off I was like oh no, great like I have some more free time I have to relax and just try to catch up on everything and I did it online school well I right. still do online but I did online school so it didn't really change for me personally so like I was like I have some more free time and everything like this is kind of great Right. everything I get to chill out just take time for myself but like, this is kind of great and I'm sure that was kind of like for everyone like I kind of it really showed them to kind of slow down for a couple of days and just go back to your life like once it's all over and everyone thought it would last a couple of weeks. Personally I thought that but i like, did now like two years later through three years later it's still going on. And like if it wasn't really for the pandemic I wouldn't have started this thing like a yeah. whole podcast and stuff. Like it really like during the pandemic it's really hard for people to really connect with other people and talk to other people. Because sure. it's like, like I said before, you couldn't leave the house, you couldn't really chat and connect with people like personally face to face. And it's yeah. so, like now like I'm really like happy to be able to have these conversations. It's like do like two like two years ago when quarantine started, we couldn't have that. We only have like June conversations or like, FaceTime messages or Whatever you like to use, like that's really like what I'm thankful for. Is like we have Zoom and able to connect with all these people.
1: Right. Well, I just want to commend you for recognizing and being willing to share that uh, your feelings with anxiety and depression, and because you're going to help a lot of other people be willing to go. Oh, me too. And be able to uh, share that it takes a lot of courage. Yeah. And I'm so glad you found an outlet. You know, you found a place, you know, I think at the end of the day, that's what we all want, right? We all Mm -hmm. want a place and a community to be able to share, you know, the gifts that we're given. And, you know, I I look at this pandemic situation as such, you know, it's like one of those things that there was nothing we could do to change it,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? So the fact that you took control of an uncontrollable and you created something for yourself that gave you place,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: that's, I, I very much understand that. I'm so used to being around hundreds and thousands of people mm-hmm. and, and just living off that energy. Cause that energy is just so spectacular. That's why live music is so beautifully intoxicating, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: having to recreate other ways to stay connected so that the loneliness wouldn't be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, that's, I think one of the things I've really worked on over the last couple of years is being really good with just hanging out with myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like this like, whole pandemic really taught me to really take time for myself yeah. and everyone. Because like, it really taught people to really slow down and take a break and really take time for yourself. Even just watching television, catch up on movies and TV shows, or like yeah. journaling, meditating, like writing or something, like there's always, you always need a break and stay home for a couple of days and just work and do whatever you need to do. And right. I just kind of felt like the pandemic really taught us to really slow down and don't take things for granted. Because obviously when the pandemic started, like they didn't know what exactly COVID was at that time. It was just a new disease sure. coming around and everything right. so like, I was like at first I was like I really want to leave this house like obviously I was traveling a lot I was I love traveling I was always really traveling and going to sporting events and my I was always watching my brother play baseball sports he does like I was always doing something and I was right. never like I was never just sitting down and bored I was like oh I was always going going around and so you like, once the pandemic like kind of started I was like how am I, what am I supposed to really do? Like, I'm always going around doing something, like hanging out with friends or something. I'm like, how do I slow down and take it to a little thing deeper than I usually have? Yeah. And everything.
1: What a a great, just opportunity for that question to be asked. I hope we all keep asking ourselves that. Mm -hmm. We all keep asking, you know, check in
0: hmm exactly. Am I letting
1: tomorrow rob today?
0: Exactly. And so, like, actually, CMT tapped you as part of the new Next Women of the Country franchise. Like, how are you kind of feeling about being part of that kind of franchise by CMT and everything? Because I think You said before we even started airing, then you go for, for CMT, right? Or something
1: like that? Uh, no, it's, it's incredible uh, to be, you know, in that group of women, to be uh, part of that just... It's, it's extraordinary and it's a responsibility, mm-hmm. right? I look at it like, okay, how can I continue to walk on the roads already paved by other extraordinary women in country music and continue to like help? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, am I, am I, you know, living honestly and sharing that forward? And, you know, Leslie Fram has done an extraordinary job of really highlighting and emphasizing and just showcasing so many extraordinary women in country music.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Are you performing for them this week or something you said before? Or the CMA
1: Music Festival is this oh, week. Oh, yeah,
0: this, that's yeah. right. That's right. Where is that? Basically, like you said, Nashville? It's yeah.
1: all over Nashville. It's, it's like Nashville becomes, I mean, it already is country music, mm-hmm. but you can't walk anywhere without hearing, in, in, in a lot of cases, like my friends who I've grown up with, playing their hearts out and singing, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's everywhere. And then, you know, you've got the major artists at the stadium, and then there's all these stages everywhere, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. So I go,
1: I go both as a performer and a fan every time.
0: Oh my god, I love that. Like I literally died to go to a national music. I feel like that's a place for me since I love country music. Huh. And everything I feel like every time I see someone playing country music, I'm like, I gotta stay here. I this is like my place. You'll everything. get here. Exactly. There's always a day, there's always a time. It's matter of what everything works out. And so I guess we kind of turn back to like your album and everything. Like, do you have a Song that I kind of meant the most to the, the, the most on your album
1: that you oh, all? On the current album, I think the song that's probably the most rattling in an unexpected, beautiful way, is Light My Way. And I did not write that song. Uh, when I first got pitched that song, I was reluctant because of the line, uh, you know may the bridges that i burn light my way i've you know built my whole career on my you know reputation and my character and my integrity and you know always doing things the best way possible mm-hmm. but that last line in the song may the bridges that i burn be the lessons that i learn mm-hmm. that's that's where it changed for me And at the time that I recorded it, I didn't know what the next, you know, year was going to look like. And that song has been a bit of a prophecy, not burning bridges to hurt anyone, never, uh, but having to make hard choices and decisions about moving my business forward, about moving myself forward Mm -hmm. and being really honest, even if it wasn't... The thing that the other person wanted to hear mm-hmm. and that song has been one of those songs that's just really it's lighting my way mm-hmm. and uh it's a uh, it's very exciting to now look at it from the lens that I have currently and where I'm headed
0: oh my God, I love that it's so awesome so the final question is what is some advice to like younger generations or people that are like kind of starting out in the music industry that kind of would like to become like a big, successful,
1: like, suicide writer one day. Right. Man. Well, I think we touched on it earlier, but just reiterating, it's all in between your ears. Mm-hmm. So if you can control this, you can control your destiny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can find what is, like, like, beyond a dream. It has to be beyond fame. It has to be beyond... Money, celebrity, I, I get all that. That's, that's part of, you know, when things are successful in any business, right? There's, there's a lot of that stuff that comes with it. And ready for the failures. Uh, I would say that write your story, share your story, be your most authentic self, don't chase moving targets. Uh, I think that if you're chasing a moving target, you're already behind.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I think that when you're just in your own self and going, okay, what do I have to say? What do I have to share? Mm
0: -hmm. You know, I
1: think that's such a powerful statement. And if you're not a songwriter, then find the songs that make you sore. Mm -hmm. When it's just you in your room and you're singing at the top of your lungs, like what is that song? And break Mm -hmm. it down and find out why. If it's a lyric, if it's a melody, if it's a moment, if it's a mood, if it's a you know a, a minor chord that just makes you go, oh, I have to have to have more of that, whatever mm-hmm. that is. And I think that trust your gut. You know, uh, the business is the business for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you have to have both to be in the music business, right? Exactly. So kind of creating that firewall of when I'm creating, I'm creating. And when I'm in business, I'm in business,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: both matter very much. But no one messes with the creative. Exactly. Like the creative has to be its own, and then we figure out, okay, is it? Can we do something with it? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's just part of it. But you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, you know, sometimes people rise quickly, and sometimes it's a slow burn. And I think when it's your heart, it doesn't matter when. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, like, this is this is, this is is going to because I love it, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: so really allowing time to be your best friend and not your enemy.
0: Exactly. There's always someone that really connects with a song. No matter if it's just the beat of the song or the lyric or something, there's always right. a song that you really connect to. Like there are like a million songs that I can easily play right now when you ever get bored of it. Not really right. for everyone, even it's like a Luke Bryan song or Ariana Grande song or something, right. like you just basically jam out to it, keep replaying, it. Oh, yeah. you never get bored. Never. Like that's I mean,
1: much- Shania Twain for me. Like, yeah. I can, yeah. like, you can put her on repeat. Um, Miranda's song, Bluebird, like, mm-hmm. I could listen to that a gajillion times. Mm-hmm. Casey Musgrave's song, uh, Space Cat, slow, slow Burn's one of my favorites of hers.
0: Yeah, I, I like uh, a man, I feel like a woman.
1: That's I love oh, it. It's fantastic. It's one of a kind. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's when you think about how many topics there are to write about mm-hmm. and the fact that we still find newness in the same conversation, right? Mm-hmm. A love song, we'll never be sick of love songs exactly we'll never be sick of breakup songs we'll never be sick of cheating songs we'll never be sick of anthemic songs right Mm -hmm. so it's just one of those things that you know music is just so powerful and it's the Mm -hmm. vessel it's the person it's the voice and uh that authenticity i think that's really really special
0: exactly and i saw and that's like the perfect way to like end it and all those things so i just want to thank you so much for popping down and taking some time for you're It was so great to speak with you i can really speak with you forever i wouldn't get tired you're so amazing i could really talk with you wow. all day and wow. so it was so amazing i i just loved our conversation we had and I we will definitely keep in touch. And where can everyone like follow you and everything on social media? And
1: Absolutely. I'm everywhere Stephanie Quayle. So anywhere there is a handle for Stephanie Quayle, I am there.
0: And perfect. then, or, so you, know, or, so
1: yeah, the, you know, the website, we have tour dates and all our merch for sale and all that good stuff. And my music is streamable everywhere. So yeah, find me. Yeah,
0: perfect. Everyone go find her and <laughs> find more about her and everything. And yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. And, it was so great to speak with you. It's such a mix it's such a blast to talk with you. And we'll definitely keep in touch for
1: sure. So proud of you.
0: Thank you. Right back at you. Talk to Thanks you soon. So. Bye. Bye.